John chapter 20. John chapter 20. And it reads. And it reads. And truly, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in his book, in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. That you may have life in his name. Let's go to the definition of our what we have here called miracles. <clears throat> uh, it is an event in the external world brought by the immediate agency or the simple volition of God, which means in his sovereign will and choice, operating without the use of means capable of being um, discerned by the senses and designed to authentic authentic authenticate the divine commission of a religious teacher and the truth of his message. <clears throat> In other words, God, miracles by biblical definition as God by his sovereign will and choice intervening in the human affairs of man, which then validates his message to the world and validates and substantiates who he is by performing miracles. I want to, oftentimes when you hear of, again, miracles, just a quick refreshing, they're often referred to as signs and wonders or talking about his power. Last Sunday, we talked about the origin of miracles, and tonight I want to briefly expound upon that message and talk about the purpose of miracles by starting off with saying what our vision as a church is. Again, it's most important that you understand tonight that we exist to connect lives to the transforming power and love of Jesus Christ. Say we exist as TCF to connect lives to the transforming power and love of Jesus Christ. One of the things that the Holy Spirit shared with me last night was that God will do great signs in this church, right? And one of the greatest signs that God is going to use through this church is the sign of a life being transformed. That in this year, we're going to see great transformation happen out of individuals that is going to bring people and connect them. And that's going to really connect them to Christ. Are you hearing me? That we're going to see transformation. One of the things that our church is known for is that in, in its early days is that when people have started coming here, their lives have never been the same. Like they have changed. That's henceforth our name, Transformation Christian Fellowship. If they're not changing, then why we call ourselves transformation? Because no matter how slow the transforming process may be for some, they're still coming aboard. Are you hearing me? And one of the things that I believe God is going to do through our church is, 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 is going to be a miracle to those to see people who were so far away from God, people that you never thought their lives being transformed, which will then do something for them to come and connect, not with the church, but to the, to the God of the church. Are you hearing me? I believe that there's going to be great miracles and signs that are going to happen 
through this church, through the operation of you and I, not myself, I say you and I, of, of the transformation that's happening in your life, that other people will connect with that, which will then lead them. And that's why we'll see more and more attendance grow. Not so that we can see attendance, but there will be a church full of transformed people or people who are coming in to, to be transformed so that they, their lives can also be turned too. Does that make sense? One of the things that I want you to understand and understand very again, as I said on last Sunday, is miracles validate the word of the Lord and the messenger. Jesus, the word of the Lord, Jesus affirmed who he was and, and through, the, through his word, and the word always comes first before the miracle. And so God, Jesus being God, said who he was and said and pronounced his deity that he was the son of God. And the miracles validated his and substantiated the word, right? Miracles of healing, even in the miracles of healing that he did, right? They all led to affirming and pointing people to him. Jesus was never trying to point people to miracles. He was trying to use the miracles to point them to him and to point them to God. See, we're always looking for this miracle, this miracle, that miracle. God has never did not put us here on the earth to chase miracles. He put us on put us on the earth so we can seek him. Are you hearing me? We should have the faith for miracles, but hear me, the goal is not, oh, I'm waiting for my next miracle. No, God wants us to live in the abundant life. So what does that mean? All right, let me explain it to you, right? I'm just going to talk this out with you. So when God delivered the children of Israel out of Egypt, right, and, and, and after Moses had died, Joshua came to, became the leader of the Israelites. And when he crossed the Jordan, the Bible said that manna ceased. In other words, that that manna from heaven that God was supplying was miraculous because it was literally coming from heaven itself. And so manna ceased. And so when they got across and they got into the promised land, God meant so that they could live in the bountiful and the plenty of the land, not so that they could constantly see the miracles from heaven supply for them for food. You get what I'm saying? Here's the thing. The ultimate sign to us was the resurrection, the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We don't need no other signs to believe as proof that Jesus is God. Right. We don't need any more proof. That proof has been sealed through his word and confirmed because, again, you can go to Jerusalem. There is not. He's not there. It's an empty tomb. And there were Jewish scholars who were not saved. They were also Roman scholars, uh, Roman writers at the day that also wrote about Jesus. You know what they did to him? They burned the books. Why did they burn him? Because they did not want substantiated the claim that Jesus was actually God. I'm trying to tell you all Christianity went through a lot of hell to the stand. And that's why Jesus said that I'm build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You get what I'm saying? It's never prevailed. There are original writings. Thank God that the original manuscripts of this Bible were able to still survive. Because they burned the earlier books. The earlier uh, uh, transcripts. But the funny thing is that they wrote them uh, in history. They wrote them on multiple things. So it's not. So they couldn't get rid of it as much as they did. Because God put in somebody, no, write it multiple, multiple times. 
You got to think that in the earlier days that those, those writings that Paul wrote, they just wasn't one letter that was sent to everybody else. There were multiple letters. There was one, there was, how to explain this? You know how you're going to say the same thing to one person in one place, right? But those letters had to be transcribed some more. So to rewrite what was already written, I mean, already written so that it can continue to pass on and pass on. That's pretty much what happened with those, the New Testament letters. Does that make sense? All right. So again, I want to talk about the purpose of miracles. Here's the thing. Can I, can I, can I, can I uh, go a little further here? So again, as Mark 16, verse 20 says, and the disciples went everywhere and preached and the Lord worked through them, confirming what they said by many miraculous signs. So again, when God uses, say, for instance, you or uses myself to say things about our God and then the prophetic happened like it did last Sunday for that man who came to the church and he talked about how everything that I said to him was on pinpoint accuracy that we were able to the miracles in, watch this, is that he was able to get here and there was a word given to him about his health. And therefore, with a word given to him about his health, he can then go and use, because God can use the physical means, or he can just interrupt and heal him immediately. Are you getting what I'm saying? So I believe that man was healed, but you heard that, again, it was a word concerning his health, and it was accurate, it was pinpoint. I don't know that man. I don't know exact. I don't know who he is. To this day, I still don't know his name. I just know he was a friend of my uncle's who came to the church. I don't even know that man's name. I don't even know his middle name. You know what I'm saying? I never, I never even met him before. He doesn't, he doesn't even go to this church. You know what I'm saying? Don't have, never had a conversation with him. How would I know such a thing unless the Holy Spirit is working through me so I could then minister to him and so we could help that brother before he goes into a stroke and a heart attack? Literally, he had symptoms that he told me right afterwards. He told me how he's been having uh, uh, his, his left arm has been experiencing tingling, tingleness in his left arm. And you know what that's a sign of? That's a sign of you about to have a stroke. You hear me? Or a heart attack. Something is going on with your heart. You're not getting enough oxygen, which we shared with him on last Sunday. Right? So that's God working through a messenger for his word to be confirmed. Are you hearing me? Now, let me also share this with you. Miracle signs and wonders attract attention. They attract attention. They are meant to, to, to create curiosity. Are you hearing me? So the purpose of miracles, I would believe, and, and because here's the thing, Jesus did not have to perform miracles, but he chose to do it so it could draw attention to the message. Are you get what I'm saying? Jesus performed these miracles so it could draw attention to his deity, him being God. He did this so it could draw because the people weren't trying to listen. Israel was not trying to listen. Are you get what I'm saying? I believe the reason why God is going to do miracles and signs and wonders because this is a stubborn region. This DMV area is stubborn. They don't want to hear nothing. They like their tradition. They love their tradition. They love to stay hold in the truth of things. Stay, like, there's people who are your age that stay in churches that are dead. Why? 
because their grandmother, they don't have a true relationship with God because they just know this is what we're supposed to do because my mother took me here when I was young and my grandmother went here and, and I don't really get nothing out of it and they don't really have a spiritual life at all. But what happens when they get around areas or houses like this that the supernatural flows? Oh, wait a minute. Ooh, that's, ooh, that's, that's like a little shiny object. And here's the other thing that you have to understand. Signs, miracles, and wonders draw attention. Why do you think that they're psychics? Why do you think that they're soothsayers? Why do you think that? Because the devil wants to use the true genuine signs, manipulate those signs so it could draw attention to the dark, the spiritual dark world. Because he knows that if you get caught up with a, media, a medium and all that stuff, you have now given him a foothold to then mess with you. And then you figure out, why am I hearing these thoughts in my head? You, you, now, you, now you the one got legions of demons in you because you open yourself up to the dark world. Are you hearing me? Then you wonder why, why, listen here, to, let me tell you something. There, there, you know what, God, you know, uh, some of you, you look for signs and be like, oh, I just want my husband. Oh, yeah, and then it shows up like an appearance of light, but it's really darkness. And here's the thing, you actually sleep with them and do sleeping with them. Now you getting the experience in their demons because they were sent from hell. You don't want this gospel, but it's the truth. It attracts attention. People did not, not everybody came to, and you saw her like, man, she was everything the Instagram model said. And then she came here and she looked nice and all that stuff. And now you got her demons because now enemy got a foothold in you. The silicone and the plastic bags in their chestuses, they now got to you. Are you hearing me? And it attracts attention. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Pastor Dom, the executive pastor here at Transformation Christian Fellowship. And we're asking you to connect your faith with ours as a church by participating in our Only Believe Capital Campaign. Your contribution to our campaign will allow us the opportunity to acquire space and relocate to the Silver Spring area. Currently here in the Clarksville, Maryland area, we have service here at five, but it's extremely limited. We can only have service at five. But your contribution to our campaign will allow us the opportunity to relocate to Silver Spring and start our service at an earlier time where more people will be able to come and experience our church and be a part of our Sunday worship experience. Giving to the campaign is really simple. Just go to your phone and text 77977 to TCF1. And under the tab fund, all you have to do is select the Only Believe Capital Campaign. Enter your amount and just click Give. It is that simple. Thank you for partnering with us and believing God for the impossible along with us as a church. And remember, transformation starts We want you to connect your faith with us as we embark on an ambitious capital campaign entitled Only Believe. Support us by playing a part in the next stage of our church's history. They did not want to hear it. But here's the thing. Jesus performed miracles so it can attract them. Jesus would do things to attract, not people to the miracle or to praise the miracle. But the, that, the underlier would be 
that salvation would come from that experience. Can I walk you through Bible? What attracted Moses to the presence of God? It was a burning bush. It was a burning bush that was not consumed. You and I would look at that and walk to that. Why? Because there's a bush on fire and it's not getting burned up. That is pretty cool. What is that? I'm going to go over there. I'm going to check it and see what it's all about, right? All right. Moses goes there. God introduces himself to him. That was a sign that attracted him so he could get revelation concerning his purpose. That his purpose would ultimately be that God would use him to, God would, God would deliver his people through Moses and ultimately they would come to salvation. All right, let's move forward. Gideon, there he was threshing wine. God showed up to him. Gideon said, if that is really you, give me a sign with the dew. God did it. He asked for two signs, and God did the second one for him. Why did God come to Gideon? Because the ultimate thing was that his people needed salvation, needed salvation from, they start with the P word, what are they called? The Philistines. So God gives a sign to Gideon to validate this is who he is and validates his message to him. And what does he do? He then, ladies and gentlemen, uses Gideon to then deliver his people out of the hands of the Philistines. A sign that attract to give him revelation. His ultimate purpose would bring salvation. Jesus, God gave a sign that this is the sign that you'll know that the Savior is here. The seed of the woman will crush the serpent's head. Jesus comes through the seed of a woman. And Isaiah told us it would be through a virgin birth. Here we go, Mary, through a virgin birth. Mary never slept with nobody, right? She didn't get it on with homeboy yet. All right, and so what happened was is that Jesus then was confirmed. That was confirmed through that. Jesus then says, my death will be likened, as I said last week, to Jonah, that I would be in the belly of a whale for three days. Almost like how Jonah was, that he was in the belly of the day for three days, and, it come, and he likened it to, his, to his, 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 his time in the grave and when he would resurrect again. Again, all of that was so that he could save, ultimately come and bring them to salvation. I'm getting you to somewhere. God will use the thing to draw attention so that it can bring its ultimate goal of salvation. We talk about the, uh, well, I'm not giving him any play. What I'll say is this. Miracle signs and wonders will attract attention. All I'm going to say is that's why you have to be very careful of signs. Because not all signs you see are from God. That's why Jesus, that's why the scripture says, excuse me, you have to test the spirit by the spirit. That's why you can't always jump at something because it looks nice. Or it comes across or jump at it because they're saying Jesus is king. Why is that? Because even the enemies, even, even the demons knew that Jesus was king. 
How do I know this? When the man that was filled with with legions of in, uh, legions of devils, and the, when he and the devil was in the enemies in the uh, and the demons that he was possessed with spoke to Jesus and said, "Did you come so early now? Our time has not yet come. Have you came to to you know take us out? Well, can you throw us in the pigs? Why? Because they already knew that there's a time limit on their reign here on the earth. Are you hearing me tonight? So what I'm here to tell you is, is that God is going to do unbelievable miracles that are going to attract attention. Do you not know that there will be things that God will use you to do that will attract attention to you? But you got to know where to give that attention to. You got to be pointed to God. Don't never point nobody to you. Point them to God. You're flawed. I'm flawed. I can't point you to me. Point them to Jesus. Because I, hey, I will disappoint you. (laughs) You need to go... (laughs) You need to go to Jesus. Same thing with, you know, same thing with a, a, a potential spouse. You need to point them to Jesus. I ain't your God. You're not my God. I have to go to him, and you got to go to him for yourself. Are you hearing me tonight? Miracles, signs, and wonders attract attention. They attract attention. All right, let's see this. Then a great multitude followed him because they saw his signs which he performed on those who were diseased. Again, the miracle of healing, the miracle of provision, those different miracles that God, Jesus did, performing the miracles of casting out demons, the miracle of resurrection, all of those things, the underlier out of all of those miracles is so that ultimately people will come to salvation. This is vision month. One of my vision is for the church is to see 80 souls come to be saved. So if they are attracted to the worship and seeing the signs of the worship, that's something that draws. If they're attracted to the prophet, the prophetic, and they come out because they're curious, I don't, you don't know what people are intentions when they come to church. You're just hoping by the end of it that they will lead to salvation. Their attention, listen here, can, can, I, can I help you? Their, 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 their intentions could be like, oh, I saw some fine, uh, uh, fine women on their Instagram, and so I'm coming to their church to see what it's all about. There's also some women that could be like, man, there's some good looking fellas that on their Instagram, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm going to hit them up in their DMs. I'm not going to look in their direction, you know, over here, you know what I'm saying? Because he got all of them, you know, <laughs> his DMs. <laughs> you know, some people and some people, I'm going to be honest, some people come to church looking for a man. There were some that came here looking for one. So you have all of that going on. You know what I'm saying? You have all of that going on. You're just hoping what they what their intentions when they first got here would ultimately change because the presence of God is here. That will lead to salvation. Are you hearing me tonight? Because that is the ultimate goal. That is the ultimate goal. Is that they would change. Everyone, I'm Leticia, worship leader here at Transformation Christian Fellowship, and I want you to go download our TCF Church app right now. I absolutely love this app because of the encouraging notifications that I receive throughout the day, and also I love how convenient it is to give. Whether it's my tithes and offerings, Heart for Harvest campaign, or even Only Believe campaign, it's all right here with one click. Please go download it now so that you can enjoy great exclusive content from our church and that you can be connected to our community. And it's very easy. The link is in the bio or you can go to iTunes or Google Play stores and download it right now. Don't forget, transformation starts here.
Here's the thing. Titus 3, verse 4 and 5 says, But when the kindness and the love of God, our Savior, toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. Here's the thing. It is our hope that the signs would attract, but the Holy Spirit has to do the work to convert. So you can have so many different gatherings. You can do worship gatherings. You can have your little Sunday morning services. You know what I'm saying? Out in the woods and all of that stuff is great. But ultimately, if there is no Holy Spirit there that's doing convicting that will lead somebody to Christ, this all, it's all for nothing. It's all vanity. Even here, if we're not pointing, if, if we have all of this great experience here in our church, let's stay here. And we're having all of this stuff here. And we just jumped up and down. We just enjoying ourselves. But ultimately, if there's no conviction and there's no regeneration and a washing of regeneration going on in here, then it's all vain. Aren't you tired of going to churches and you seeing these people dance, 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 and you see them out in public and they still hellions? What is the point? What have you done? You get what I'm saying? Let's just be real. I'm not saying you're a perfect individual. I'm not saying I'm perfect. But God, there has to be some level that you didn't transform. Sweet Jesus. And don't give me that bull crap that judge ye not unless you be judged. Read the next verse. Read the next verse. Read what Jesus is talking about. How can I not judge you? Watch this. How can I not judge you when the Bible says that we'll be judging angels? Then let me go forward. Jesus makes it clear. If you judge anybody, but you still got the same speck in your eye, watch you. Whoa, whoa. This is what you need to do first. Before you talk to somebody else about what they got going on in their life, why don't you get the speck out of your eye first? Let me deal with you first. So then when you go to them, you know how to come correct. Get out of here with your stupid song saying, don't judge me and all of that stuff like that. And you got Christian artists, the ignorance of you. That's because you don't read the word. You're ignorant. And what you do out of your ignorance is you spread ignorance through music. And that's why Satan has no, nothing wrong with none of the gospel music that is out now. I told you the devil does signs too, to draw attention away from the truth. That's why you cannot be soul sign driven because your eyes can deceive you. God will do unbelievable miracles and God, oh, Brandon, are you saying, Pastor B, are you saying that miracles have stopped? No, miracles happen every day. The greatest miracle you can ever witness is the transformation of one's life. Look at you. Look at me. I'm a miracle walking. Transformation starts here. Come on, somebody. I'm just trying to help us tonight. I'm trying to help us. Here's the thing. The purpose of miracles is to point people to faith in Jesus Christ so that they too can live the abundant life. Are you hearing me? Here's the thing. Miracles and signs, the purpose of it is to introduce you to God, but it's not to keep you. It's to introduce you. 
you know, some people get tired. They say, oh, Brandon, you, you prophesy and all of that stuff like that. You always prophesy every time I see you. It's not because I want to. It's because I work for God. That's one. Number two, the reason why you prophesy, the reason why God has been prophesied to people who come and stuff like that is because for them so that they can understand that the power of God and his power is real. And that because the power of God is real so they can understand that God hasn't forgotten about them. And then two, you also, we also prophesy and do, do different things like that in order that they would see and come to salvation. The ultimate thing is that that would point them to what? Salvation. Not because of, oh, he just was such a great man of God. He just got the fire of God and the fire and brimstone. No, it's so that you can be pointed to Christ. If I prophesied to you and the word was pinpoint accurate and I'm taking credit for something that I do not have the power or do I not have the information that that was so I have such a great mind. No, it's Christ working through a vessel so that I can ultimately point you to him. Do you not understand that while you have not, there has been people that come here, while you have not seen them walk down for salvation, they've checked their cards about it because of what they've seen prophesied to people. I've literally seen them check their card for salvation after being prophesied to because at that moment they realize, wait a minute, Jesus is real. Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm not making this up. You guys have seen it. You have seen it. So if you have seen it with your own eyes, what does that say to you? There has to be, val God validates this ministry. Why do you think you still go here? If this church was whack and boring, you wouldn't be coming here. I know I wouldn't want to come here. I'm stop pastoring it. Come on, somebody. Let's be real. Come on. Shouldn't be pastoring. What am I trying to tell you ultimately that you should come to salvation? Because here's the thing. You can show signs, but that still don't mean people will believe. And I'll share that Tuesday. Because John chapter 12, John chapter 12, and I believe I put that up on here. John chapter 12 would say this. But although he had done so many signs before them, they did not believe in him. That the word of Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled which he spoke. Lord, who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Can I show you that? God can do unbelievable miracles, but yet people still don't come to faith. God can do unbelievable miracles for you as a believer, but you still don't believe and still don't trust him. Oh, God, you did this one thing. I'll trust you for the next miracle. I'll call you when I'm ready. That's how you are. God, thank you for this job of a miracle. I'll wait for the next time when I call you up. So then when you get in trouble the next time, God, it's me again. You know what I mean? <laughs> I need to dial in a miracle 911. <laughs> Here we go. And that's how people do it. And then when God doesn't do it immediately, he's not real. I'm an atheist. Bye-bye. You know what I mean? Like, that's how they go. I'm an atheist now. <laughs> oh, 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 better yet, this is what people say. Oh, I'm just a spiritual. I'm just spiritual. I'm not, I'm not really with the whole church thing. I'm just spiritual. How are you spiritual? Spiritual doesn't mean anything. If it doesn't... You know, you know soothsayers are spiritual too, right? 
You know they're spiritual, right, too. What spiritual being are you from? Because, yeah, you're right. Oh, I'm spiritual. Yeah, you and I are spiritual beings, but where do you come from? I just, I just, I'm, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to help us. I, I, I really am. I, I really am. I'm really trying to help us. I'm going to end on this because I'm not trying to be here all night. But I felt like I needed to share this because I wasn't going to preach and the Holy Spirit just pushed me. And it became known throughout all Joppa and many believed on the Lord. Listen, this right here is the miracle when Peter... Uh, yeah, when Peter touched uh, uh, Tabitha, or also can be known as Dorcas, many people came to salvation because she was gone. Peter came, resurrected her, and um, many people came to salvation. Here's what I'm saying. Miracles introduce you. But what God can use that as a draw but ultimately, it has to lead to faith in Christ. For the believer, watch this. Miracles happen in your life. You'll see miracles happen to your life to only continue to affirm that God is who he is. For the unbeliever, unbeliever, miracles happen in their presence so that they could believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. What I'm trying to tell you is God wants to do the unbelievable in you God wants to do unbelievable miracles by just in the, by you just experiencing the blessings of God. There's miracles, then there are blessings. Now, miracles are can be blessings. Amen. Hear me. Miracles can be blessings. Matter of fact, miracles, uh, I won't say they completely are blessings because that's not true. But there are miracles that can be blessings. The miracle of healing, that's a blessing. I'm healed. Miracle of provision. Yes, I'm blessed. But guess what? God wants you to not live in the sake, I'm looking for the next miracle. He wants you to live in blessing. I didn't say live in miracles. Live in blessing because you trust him to provide and be the source. Don't trust the sign. Trust. The, because here, here's the thing. The devil can also show you signs too to make you believe, oh, I need to make that move and get deceived. Are you hearing me? Don't be drawn by everything. Test that thing. God, is it you? Are you saying to be paranoid, Brandon? No. If you, your history with God should tell you that's, no, 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 no. Mm -mm. That looks nice. That ain't it. Are you hearing me? The purpose of the miracle is ultimately so that you will keep, not only that, not keep. Here's the thing. The purpose of the miracle is so that you will ultimately come to trust in God. They didn't believe. Their eyes were blinded, but yet they saw the miracle because their spiritual eyes were blinded. So many people's eyes are blinded. That's why some people are not here. That's why some people in your family hasn't came to salvation. That's why they playing this day. They playing with God. And playing with God only means they're playing with themselves. You can come to church, you can see great experiences, but still be blinded. You and I could hear the same sermon, but really apply the sermon, and you don't apply it, and I'm getting blessed, and then you become jealous of me. Why? Because I took my blinders off through the Holy Spirit and allowed him to deal with me. 
because I'm not chasing miracles. I'm seeking God. He didn't say, seek miracles and then you'll find me. He said, seek me. Are you hearing me? He didn't say, draw near to the miracle. He said, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. If your church is not having signs, miracles, and wonders, I'll give you this. If your church ain't seeing salvations, I would be, I would be kind of scared. Here's what I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to close like this. Here's the reality. There is a lot of church migration that is happening, and we're, cool, and we're claiming that as growth. It's harder to lead an unbeliever to Christ than it is to take a believer and reteach them on things that they don't have no clue of. Or they didn't get at their last place. Are you hearing me? So all we have is a bunch of church migrators. God does not want to. If God said we're going to get us, we're going to get my, those migrators to come from other churches. But our true goal needs to be that we're really reaching people who have never been meet, met before. How many of y'all know people? Oh, did you just go to that other church last week? Oh, I'm still finding my place in this whole thing. You get what I'm saying? Because nobody wants to plant themselves nowhere. We need to reach people who say, you know what? You're far away. I like what's going there. I'm curious about it. And their curiosity ultimately leads them to salvation. Are you hearing me tonight? That is the vision month. Watching this year, how you're going to see people say, I saw y'all guys online. I liked the family, you know, feel that I felt from on the pictures online. That's why we do that stuff near the brick wall. You know what I'm saying? There was this lady, Bianca, right? She came to the church just because she saw the pictures near a brick wall. Yeah, we do that because we have fun and it's us. We like the style and profile. That's what we do. You know what I'm saying? Like, it has nothing really to do with a spiritual thing behind it. But I'm saying, we like the style and profile. Like, hey, we feeling good this Sunday? <laughs> Give me a picture near a wall. So my Sunday drip. I got mine in earlier. I felt good about myself today. You know what I'm saying? Well, why am I telling you this? It's because the things that you do, you don't understand that it's light that's attracting people to say, you know what? Hey, I'm coming. Until we can get to Silver Spring, let's do what we need to do here. Until we can get there. I'm believing, everybody believe with me, end of the year, I, I'm trying to be in Silver Spring in the morning. I think it's only me and Princeton that probably agrees with that. <laughs> but I'm trying to get there. But in the meantime, we'll do stuff once a month to get there. Hey, man, come on, stand your feet. All right. If you're not saved, I want to give you Jesus Christ.